Welcome to Fierce Female Radio. I'm your host, Estelle, from FierceFemaleCo.com, your female empowerment coach. If you're ready to dive in deep and learn all the tips, rituals, and insights to help you let go of the old version of yourself and unleash your inner fierce, then you are in the right place. This is your space for uncut and real conversations with real women about all things, dreams and desires, mindset, holistic wellness, balance, and spirituality. Hello beauties, what's up and welcome to Fierce Female Radio. It's Estelle here, your host, your empowerment coach and the founder of Fierce Female Co, where we are all about activating your inner queen energy and helping you live your soul's purpose and be the CEO of your own life. Welcome to the show, guys. I'm excited to be here on the mic with you for another week, another podcast episode and all the things. We're going to be diving deep into a really juicy episode, a solo episode today. But before we get into that, a bit of a life update. So I don't know if you guys, if you guys follow me on um, Instagram at Fierce Female Co. I posted recently about my little puppy. Oh my, she's not that little. Look, she's, I think she's how many kilos? She's about 19 kilos now, but she, um, She's still a puppy. She's eight months and she had, um, she was so unwell on the weekend and it literally like broke me. Like she, she was, any of you dog mamas, you totally get the pain. You get the feels. So essentially she was like really not herself. Like she was, um, really lethargic. She didn't eat for 24 hours, which is a big sign. She was just so unwell like normally she's really enthusiastic and joyful and happy and bouncing around but she was like flat and it was so interesting as to how she was like giving off these vibes like humans um and just being like you know leave me alone I need my space don't touch me I need fresh air like that type of energy and so we took her into the vet and we thought she might have had gastro and long story short she actually had like a foreign object in her body which was actually pieces of my husband's boot that she had eaten which is obviously really like fibrous and a bit of like like this metal piece that goes over like the shoelace of the boot was all stuck like in her gut in her intestines so nothing was flowing through and she was so tired and she was drinking water but like she kept vomiting everything oh it was horrible and so she had to have a really serious surgery and um and get those you know, get those foreign objects removed from her intestines and her, um, and her gut. Oh my God. It broke my heart. Like seriously, like those hours that she was like getting her surgery, I was like, what is happening? I had so many emotions going up and down and it was just like so interesting because, um, firstly, um, she's okay. She's now home and she is on the journey of recovery. It was quite a serious surgery, so it'll take some time. And, you know, over the weekend, it really just got me thinking, um, like I never grew up with any pets. I think we had like a couple cats for like a hot minute, but just don't really remember them. <laughs> like we never grew up with pets. And so getting a dog was like a big deal for me. And I didn't know, oh, like, am I going to be that dog person? I don't know if I'm even a dog person. Um, but of course, like I did the research and I really, really wanted a dog. And I'm so glad that I did get one because she has brought so much love and light into my life, but also has taught me so much, like so much around presence and being fully present and 
playfulness and patience. You know, she keeps me fit with like two, no, yeah, two one hour walks every day. Like she's a machine, you know, and just she just gets so happy and excited about, you know, going for a walk or like seeing people like all of these things. Right. And it just brings so much joy into your life, like having a dog that, you know, is waiting around you know, at the door for you to get home and is so excited to see you. Like these are, to me, these are really beautiful, like precious moments that bring me back into presence and bring me back to love. So it was just like this reflection that I had over the weekend of, um, you know, being so grateful that I opened up my heart to get a puppy. So if any of you guys are thinking about getting a dog, um, definitely do your research. Like it is totally a lot of work. And I think it's a lot more important to consider that and to take your time as opposed to like just impulsively get a puppy because they're super cute. Um, but yes, it also puppies also and dogs and pets and animals bring so much joy into your life. So I think it's such a beautiful thing. <laughs> but yeah, a bit of a life update, guys. And now I'm also onto the packing. We are packing up our house. We are getting out of here. So that is also a journey. So all the things I can't believe we've been in our home. This is our first time that we bought for like we've been in here for like four years. So like that's flown, like that's gone really, really quickly. So I'm packing up the house, trying to get motivated <laughs> and um, yeah, we'll keep you guys posted on where we head off to next. So let's dive in. We're going to dive into this episode, but before we, let me just chat to you a little bit about what we're going to talk about. So this is going to be a solo episode and I've been f- feeling really, really called cool to talk about perfectionism recently because lots of my clients have been have been bringing it up. I've been seeing, like seeing it around everywhere. I feel like intuitively, like it's something that I've been called to talk about at the moment. Um, So we're going to talk a little bit about perfectionism and how it can show up for us differently, why we need to release it and just some tips and tools to support you in letting go of perfectionism. So you can really up level, um, see yourself in a whole new light and start taking aligned action um, in alignment with your dreams and your purpose. But before we do that, guys, the fierce female tip of the week, this is a bit different. This is like a recipe, but it's also like not a recipe because I'm not very good with all the specifics, like measurements and quantities and times, but we're going to go with it. So I've been really into roasting sweet potato. Um, I went through a phase where I was just like, I found sweet potato really boring and now I'm like all about it again, but I have made it like it's different. It's with a twist. So what I've been doing is I've been cutting up chunks of sweet potato. Like I like to do it, like I like to slice in thick chunks and then cut it up again in half. So they look like half moon kind of shapes. And, um, you know, before I pop it in the oven, you know, lay down heaps of olive oil, good quality olive oil, heaps of um, Cajun seasoning, which is quite spicy, quite hot, um, salt and cinnamon. And I feel like it gives you like this sweet... Oh, it's just so many different flavors, like this sweet and sour kind of hit. I really, really like it. Sweet and spicy, actually. And so I pop it in the oven, look for approximately like, I'm going to say 25 minutes at 200 degrees, but you know, it might be one of those things you have to check a little bit. Don't quote me on that, but it is absolutely delicious. I've been adding it to my dinners, um, also to my salads as well. And, you know, at lunchtime and it's just been so good. I feel like it's been really nourishing for me. My Chinese medicine doctor is always telling me to have, eat more warm foods, eat more warm foods. She's, and her kind of way of simply putting it is that when we eat cold foods, it takes a lot of energy for us to digest that because we have to kind of, 
It's essentially cold and then we have to make it warm and then we digest it. So it takes up lots of energy in our body. Whether if we eat warm, nourishing foods, it's easier for us to digest. So I'm all about that, guys. So warm foods, these sweet and and spicy sweet potatoes are the bomb. Okay, for our shout out, I have been really into um, Dr. Tara Swart. I, she's an author. Um, I haven't actually read her book. I think her book is called like the source. I haven't read her book, but I have been listening to so many of her podcast episodes. She's like an author. She's a neuroscientist. I think she also has a background in, um, psychology or psychiatry. I can't remember, but she is also like an advisor to heaps of different like organizations and leaders. She's also an advisor on, um, to the beam, to be magnetic. If you guys follow to be magnetic, um, Lacey Phillips founded that business and she's an advisor, um, to that business. And she's just incredible. I love her approach. I feel like it's really balanced. Um, and yeah, some great podcast episodes that you can check out on Spotify and iTunes with Dr. Tara Swart. Um, and you can also find her on Instagram. I think it's at um, D-R-T-A-R-A-S-W-A-R-T. She's awesome. Absolutely adore her vibe. And also, guys, letting you know that we have a few spots left in the Fierce and Fulfilled CEO program for our um, January, early Feb intake. So if you guys haven't heard about it, I have a, I'll pop a link in the, um, in the show notes so you can read more about it and a link to apply for the program. The Fierce and Fulfilled CEO program is essentially your space to start healing yourself and help other heals, help other heals, help other people heal as well. So this is really about um, finding your purpose and creating your soulful business. So this is really around doing lots of the deep inner healing work and putting your message out there in the world. So we provide you with a step-by-step framework in order to start your business, launch it, and get the support of a sisterhood community whilst doing some very deep inner healing work. We do shadow work. We do so many things in order to release the old version of yourself so you can actually hit go in your business and you can actually have that freedom-based, abundant, soulful business that you have been longing for. You know, when I, when I poll my audience, when I ask people questions, like, you know, you know this, guys, like the thing that stops people from starting their own business is not because they don't know how. Whilst, yes, it can be overwhelming. That is not the reason. It is the beliefs that they have around what's possible for them. You know, the beliefs around their, worthy, their worthiness. And if they're feeling ready, if they're deserving, all of those things, you know, their resistance, their fear of failure, um, fear of judgment. These are the things that hold us back, not how, not like the know-how and the knowledge, right? And so in this program, we really support you in moving through that. But also we make the steps really digestible so it's not overwhelming because it totally can feel overwhelming to start your own business. So we break it down in different sections and make it digestible so you can start taking the aligned actions to start this purposeful business so you can heal yourself and help others heal as well by putting your message out there and being the light and doing what's in alignment for you as opposed to you know working in a business or doing work that is not what your soul is here to do i mean we spend over 30 percent of our time working like that's crazy right don't we don't we want to be doing something that is of meaning to us so 
if you're feeling called to explore this further, you can check out the link um, in the show notes, or you can also DM me at Fierce Female Co. And I'm happy to chat to you and see if this is in alignment for you. So guys, let's get into the show. What we're going to be talking about today, like I said, is, is about perfectionism. And so it's, it's so funny because there are, there are different layers when it comes to this, right? But essentially perfectionism is a major form of control. And especially with social media, this is amplifying our need to be perfect. We see, we look at, we scroll through social media and we see these perfectly curated grids and everyone is happy and glowing and skinny and, you know, um, happy in their relationships and in their their jobs or their businesses or their marriage or their with children and all of these things right and i'm not saying you can't post happy photos and people aren't having and experiencing happy moments 100 percent. but there's this idea that we are feeding in our mind that we in order to be fulfilled in order to be happy in order to love ourselves we need to have this and experience this perfect life Okay, and we need to be perfect and everything we need to do needs to be perfect in order for us to put it out there. But what does perfect actually mean? Right. And I want you to really reflect on yourself and in your life. Do you do you feel that you um, I don't want to say suffer from this because it's, I don't want to I don't want to call it that. But do you feel that this is a strategy that you use? Right. And instead, we want to actually normalize imperfection. Okay. This, we want to normalize imperfection. Perfect is boring. There is no such thing as perfect. And there's actually this great quote by Brene Brown that I'm going to read out because she's, yeah, she's amazing and she sums this up really well. And she says, perfectionism is the belief that if we live perfect, look perfect and act perfect, we can minimize or avoid the pain of blame, judgment and shame. It's a shield. Perfectionism is a 20 ton shield that we lug around thinking it will protect us when in fact it's the thing that's really preventing us from being seen and taking flight. Oh, that is so true, right? Because I genuinely believe perfectionism is just a procrastination strategy. And it is often a tool of avoidance. You are avoiding something. So there's there's so if we want to break down perfectionism in two ways, right? There's like perfectionism from a perspective of like the way the way that we view ourselves and others. Like we believe that we need to live a perfect life. We need to be perfect. And in order for us to fully love ourselves and accept ourselves, right? And to be happy. And then there's this element of perfectionism where we avoid things and we feel that we can't put things out there in the world we can't contribute we can't live our purpose until things are perfect where whether it's a product it's a service it's a condition you know this conditions in our life need to be perfect in order for us to hit go and like i said this is is a classic procrastination strategy you're just avoiding doing it because there's an underlying fear of unworthiness Right. And that's really what it is when you go deeper. There's a, you know, you are rooted in a false notion that, you know, you're not good enough, that you don't have what it takes. That's what it is deeper, deeper down. Right. 
So as an example, let's say you want to start a business and you've been researching and you know what services you want to offer. You've created, let's say you've even created your website. All the things are essentially lined up for you to put this out there in the world, but you procrastinate, you question, you keep making changes, you, you actually delay the process of sharing your gifts, right? You delay the process of sharing your gifts. It could take you know, you could delay it by six months. You could take a, you could delay it by a year. Worst case scenario, you don't ever put it out there fearing it's not good enough. I mean, how horrible is that? I literally couldn't think of anything worse because what you're essentially telling the universe is that you're not deserving. You're not worthy of sharing your gifts with the world. And the thing is, is that what I want to say is that like, not only does perfectionism stop us from sharing our gifts with the world, perfectionism is totally reduces our productivity, right? Because we're constantly questioning, we're constantly stopping and avoiding putting ourselves out there, putting our work out there, putting our gifts out there. And the thing is, is that I remember, I can't remember if I was listening to someone specifically who mentioned this, but I remember hearing this and it was so true. It was someone talking about how Every single time they've put out, you know, their first website, their product, their book or something like that, they have always felt embarrassed of it. And to me, I'm like, oh, my God, that is so comforting because, of course, it's like it's like you need to put it out there to get feedback. You get to pivot. You get to change. You get to. But you're never going to it's never going to be 100 percent perfect. So you owe it to yourself to launch it fast, to put your gifts out there in the world, as opposed to waiting around years and years for the perfect conditions and for the perfect product where it's never going to feel perfect. It's just never going to feel perfect. And that's the whole thing, right? It's, it's a strategy for you to not actually put yourself out there because there's a deeper fear and there's a deeper feeling of unworthiness and deeper shadows that are going on. And instead, and this is not about having low standards for yourself. I think it's really important to say, like, we don't want to put crap out there, right? You have high standards for yourself and that is that is awesome. That does not fall into perfectionism, right? So really also recognizing that it's not about lowering your standards. You know, you put in the high effort. You know, there's going to be the endless tweaking, the endless tweaking that's going to happen after the fact, but not before the fact. Because if you keep tweaking, if you keep changing, if you keep avoiding, if you keep... Um, delaying, you're just like manif- like you're just manifesting more fear and procrastination, and that is not the energy that you want to be putting out there, right? So recognizing that even if you're feeling like, oh my god, this isn't good enough, but you know deep down you've done all you can, put it out there, put your message out there, you know. And perfectionism doesn't just show up in you know in business; like it shows up in so many other ways. It shows up in like waiting around until you have achieved something in order to feel good about yourself, not loving yourself until you have ticked certain boxes, until you've achieved all the things, you know, until you've done something, you know, it stops us from sharing our gifts. And really when we embody perfectionism, we also judge, it's a judgment that we have towards ourselves and others. And it really kills our happiness because we can't enjoy what we've achieved and it it kills our dreams and people who are, who kind of are rooted in perfectionism and live in perfectionism, they don't celebrate their successes because it's kind of never good enough. 
And I don't know about you, but I don't want to live in a world where I'm not celebrating myself. I want to be celebrating myself every single fucking day. Don't you? So if you've identified, okay, this is something that I might, that might be coming up for me, you know, really think about in what areas of your life does this come up for you? Because it might be coming up in all areas of your life, or it might just be coming up maybe in business or relationships and really just get really curious. Like this isn't about shaming and blaming. This is about just bringing to light, you know, a strategy that you might be using and that's no longer serving you. Okay. So some ways in which to release perfectionism is firstly just acknowledging it and being really gentle with yourself, really gentle with yourself, okay? And recognizing that this is really powerful that you've just brought this to light, that you have this level of awareness. And secondly, I really recommend doing some inner child's work because as I said, this is it's always about something deeper. It's some healing that we need to do, that we need to release because there's a part of us that doesn't feel worthy. There's a part of us that has a fear of failure, of rejection. And we need to really understand where that's coming from and change that narrative. And, you know, you can do that by also doing some journal prompts, you know, really asking yourself what is coming up for me around perfectionism? You know, where do I, where do I um, display this in my life? And um, when in my childhood did I first start using this as a strategy? And really thinking about that and thinking about what experience happened that made you use this as a strategy. Okay. And, you know, do those journal exercises get deeper in this? And, you know, this is something that I do um, a lot deeper in, in my courses and in my programs as well. But this is like you get to be your own guru. You, you get to really unpack that work and you get to unpack when you first started to feel this way and why you started to feel this way. Because you deserve you deserve that healing. And no matter what experience that happened in your childhood, it's usually before the age of six that made you kind of not made you, but was the first time that you might've felt that level of unworthiness or a fear of failure or or, or judgment. And so now you've used perfectionism as your shield, as a way to avoid the pain, as a way to avoid rejection, as a way to avoid judgment. So we really want to, we really want to work deeper on that because it's not just about like, it's not just about the the surface level things you need to do. It's about also going deeper and understanding the root cause of why this is a strategy for you. And then when you've gone deeper into that inner child's work, um, I also recommend feeling the feelings. So really allowing whatever feelings coming up are coming up for you, um, you know, whether it's anger pain, you know, even just the fact that you're acknowledging that you haven't been accepting certain parts of you or your life and it's time to fully love and accept yourself. That can be a lot, you know, so really feeling those feelings and then be grateful for your transition. Be grateful for this movement, for this awareness, because it's so easy for you to just like bypass the hard work and bypass the uncomfortable feelings But by you going deeper and really recognizing that this has been a strategy for you, but now you're open to shifting it, that's really powerful. That's a miracle in itself. And now you get to really go on the journey of deep self-love and acceptance because that's really what it's all about, right? It's about loving yourself enough, loving yourself enough and accepting yourself enough. You know, sharing your message out there with the world, putting your gifts out there in your own unique way, 
doing the things that you want to do that light you up. Feeling good about where you're at right now, whilst, of course, yes, working on your goals, but knowing that you're exactly where you need to be and there is no such thing as perfect. And recognizing that this idea of perfectionism and striving for perfectionism is also just delaying our happiness. And then, you know, whether you're diving your kind of journey of deep self-love and whatever that looks like, really embrace that and really kind of focus on that. And then asking yourself, what imperfect actions are you now willing to take that is in alignment with your soul? So, you know, what, are, what have been those actions that you've been avoiding, waiting around for the perfect conditions or waiting around for the perfect product, time, whatever? What imperfect actions are you now willing to take that is in alignment with your soul? Also, as you're doing this work and releasing perfectionism, you know, some really beautiful tools that you can use can be like meditation um, and breath work. Like breath work is really, really powerful um, for you to connect with your heart, um, but also release a lot of the energy that has been stagnant in your body. It's a really powerful practice. So meditations, breath work, also using crystals. Um, you know, the beautiful minerals in the crystals can really enhance your level of self-love and acceptance. So maybe it's you want to use rose quartz for healing and love. Maybe you want to use um, citrine for happiness, abundance, authenticity. And maybe you want to use smoky quartz for that grounding energy. Like you just want to be rooted down in the ground. So I hope this has been helpful for you guys. Um, I hope this solar episode has really allowed you to awaken this idea that there is no such thing as perfect and we are not no longer available for delaying our gifts we are no longer available for procrastinating we are no longer available for feeling unworthy this is the time for you to put your work out there this is the time for you to focus on deep self-love and recognize that you are beautiful and perfect just the way you are and fully love and accept yourself enough to take those imperfect actions and do what's in alignment with you so i hope you enjoyed this solo episode um if it resonated with you we would love if you could share it on um your instagram stories tag us at fierce female co this is a beautiful way for us to um keep sharing our message here at fierce female co get more babes engaged and keep delivering these Um, really heartfelt and value-packed episodes for you. So thank you so much for listening and we'll see you guys next week. If you're vibing the show, please leave us a review. We would love to be of value to more Fierce Femas and you can totally help us grow. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Fierce Female Co. And don't forget to share this episode podcast on your Instagram story. Tag us and share your top takeaway. I would love to know what you got out of the show. And this is really a great way for you to think about what value this brought to you and how you might use this in your own life. I love you. Thank you for listening. Wishing you all the love, light and fierceness. And we'll see you soon.